Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Now, today's guest is a very special one. He's known me my whole life. He's currently been touring Campania with me, which is a region where he grew up in an ITVB show called Giovanna Fletcher Made in Italy. He's the reason I exist. It is my dad. Hello, Mario Falcone. Hello, my daughter. <laughs> Otherwise known as Big Mario. Well, <laughs> until you see me. <laughs> That's so funny, isn't it? When you think of all the people that meet, like people that they've seen on the telly, yeah. you are called Big Mario. Like growing up, we had mm. Little Mario, yeah, Brother yeah. Mario, who was always known as Little Mario. Therefore, you were Big Mario. It was a little one at one stage. At one stage. And then he overtook you quite dramatically, yeah. Dad. Maybe we should swap around now. That'd be very confusing. They're going to call me Petit Mario. Aww. It's all Mario. Petit is a nice word. Yeah, well, yeah. 
you've got to look after yourself. <laughs> Dad, when I said to you upstairs about, you know, coming down and how you're feeling, he was like, yep, what are we doing? <laughs> you've got no idea why you're here or what we're going to be talking about. Well, I suppose you talk about me. I don't know <laughs> yeah. anything else. It's all about you, Dad. <laughs> it's all about you today. Yes. So I want to talk to you about growing up, yes. which was very different to us growing up. How would you describe your childhood? Very happy. Mm-hmm. We didn't have anything. Possession wasn't one of those uh, everyday things over there. Even at Christmas, mm-hmm. we never had any presents. We we had to fruit or something like that. And then at Christmas there we go around to the relatives. You go there, wish them a happy Christmas and everything else, and they give you a little bit of money. Some yeah. people give you chocolate. We give money. You know the people give you money, so you go there face. <laughs> you always have a little bit of money in your pocket. Yeah. I'd say, but we were happy. Yeah. When I used to go to school the following day, you know, after Christmas, what do you get for Christmas? Oh, my mum can put the money in the post office. So when I grow up, I can buy myself a car. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel that I didn't get anything. But I never envied everybody else. Yeah. We were just happy. And I know that my mum gave me everything she could. If she could buy me anything, she would. But yeah. she didn't have the money. From what you've told me the stories over the years as well, it felt like a very much, you know, you hear... It takes a village to raise a child. For me, it feels like in Valva, yeah. that was very much a thing. Like it was. You would go to different people at different times of the day. Yes, yes. And yeah. it felt like a real community, you know, community and You want to be very respectful in the village as well mm. because everybody knew your parents. You cannot disrespect someone because by the time you go home, your mum knew already. <laughs> as soon as you go, you go clip around the air all day. Huh? You can look to where's about it years ago. That's where you was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're saying that you didn't, you grew up... And there wasn't much. But you've literally shared stories before about passing pots around the table, about holding pieces of bread up and saying, I can see through it. <laughs> oh, my mum used to do that. <laughs> Did mom, she? When my mum was young, yeah. they were even less when I was young. Yeah. When they used to eat, I mean, they used to be very poor. My grandfather used to cut a slice of bread, used to give to them. My mum used to put a lot of that. There used to a village opposite where we are involved, you know where we are. Yeah. So I can see some here from my bread, how teeny words. <laughs> my grandfather used to say, well, I eat the manestra. Manestra is the greens, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they were happy. Yeah. My mum never born about their past not having anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Life is what it is. Yeah, you got choice every day. Are you happy or not happy? Yeah. You can complain about everything. Doesn't matter how much you got. There's mm-hmm. always more you can get. So if you're happy where you are, if something gets more comes along, even better. But be happy is the main thing. It's a much simpler time as well back then. Do you feel like there was more freedom in your oh, childhood? Yes, yes. I mean, I look at your kids now. Mm-hmm. They got much, much more than I ever had. Sometimes when I look back, I think I had a different happiness because yeah. I had the freedom. I mean, we used to go to school, after school. I wasn't very good at school anyway, so I cannot say I went home and did my homework because I never did. Yeah. But I used to go home, put the books there, and then I went and play with my friends. Mm. And you play, you know, up the mountain, we used to play Bonanza, you know, a program on the telly, and we used to pretend to be, we were only children then. <laughs> and I was saying you're doing this And in, in the evening, the same thing. We used to play in the square. Yeah. But we always used to be together. I mean, it was only a small village, but sometimes we have 15, 20 kids all playing in the evening. There was that thing, like like we were saying, though, it's that thing of everyone had their eye on you, in a way. You know, you weren't going to get up to no good or get into trouble because there were always adults around, even if they weren't well, yeah, your yeah. adults. We, we, we did a little bit. I mean, sometimes when it was the grapes, when we were mature, we used to go to the vineyard and nick some grapes in the evening, but <laughs> only pitilings like that. Yeah. But nothing ever major. I don't even know what the drugs was. Yeah. I mean, I still don't, really. No. I don't even know why people take it, but... 
<laughs> it's a, down to them. Yeah. But we never knew what it was. We, yeah. Our life was very simple. Yeah. I mean, I've seen very cool photos of you, though, Dad, in like the 70s, wearing flares yeah, and know, smoking. To smoke the cigarette, yeah. yes. Yeah. You have to do something to be cool. <laughs> and that's why you start to smoke. You start to smoke because you're cool. Yeah. You know, you, you know. Then thinking back now, you smoke because you want to cover something. Mm. Because you, you say you don't have to think you have to say, you get fake, like cigarette. Yeah. You know, you camouflage to the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you say your relationship was like with Nonna and Grandad? It was very good. I mean, I love my mum. Yeah. Me and my mum, we talked all the time. Even when I was in England, I'd come back home. Yeah. We used to talk about what I used to do in England. That to me, whatever I'd done, I'd share with my mum. Mm. was a good thing. <laughs> You're already crying, Dad. <laughs> when you talk about my mum, it's very emotional. Yeah. 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 That's why it's good to talk about her, though, because you keep her memory alive. And your relationship with Nonna was very, very special. It didn't matter how old you were, it was very clear that you were still the baby in Nonna's eyes. And you played yeah. up with that as well. You had a very playful relationship with Nonna. Yes. Because I was there all the time. Yeah. See, when my brothers went to college, uh, I was home all day. Until I left to go to work in Germany, the first time I left. Yeah. After I finished my school, I went to Germany for six months. That was the first time. That, and then I was about... Uh, about 18, i say. Yeah. I went to work in Germany for six months. How was that, leaving Nonna? Because obviously you were the last one to... Oh, my mum is always... Even when you was a little, remember, you would go there, she was very happy. Yeah. And then when we used to leave, she used to cry. Mm. It was even worse when, you know, when I was a young boy then to her. Yeah. I was a baby. Yeah. Living home. Yeah. Into unknown. Mm. She used to pack my suitcase, used to put spaghetti in there. <laughs> tomato puree. <laughs> so when I used to go there, I can cook myself a dinner, just in case there wasn't any shops where I was going. But going to Germany for six months compared to moving to England, did that feel different? Was there more of a, this is going to be for a longer time when you moved to England? Well, when I went to Germany, I didn't go there for six months. I went, there, went, there, to I went there to work yeah. because, I mean, where we wasn't, wasn't much work. So I went there and I, I didn't like it much. Right. I had a lot of Italian friends there as well. They were working the same as me, but I just didn't like it much. I didn't like my German or the, the supervisor, whatever you want to call that. So when I went back home, I decided not to go back no more. Yeah. So I spent the money, <laughs> and then I came to, to England. Yeah. And I love England. Yeah. I like it. I mean, people complain about the weather, but <laughs> if you don't like the fire, go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Simple. Yeah. And with Nonna, you literally did speak every single day. But like you had a set time that you spoke to her. every day, every day, yeah. It was the end twice a day mm. to make sure she was up in the morning yeah. before she went to bed in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. And no answer phone either, so it would just keep ringing until she actually managed to get to the phone. Yeah. But towards the end, don't forget, she had the care there. Yeah. So when I phone, the care pick up the phone and give it to me, Mum. Yeah. I only got one, Mum. You only do, yeah. Because of your relationship with your Mum, did you look ahead to having your own kids? and what that would be like and what your, you know, relationship with us would be. Because obviously your relationship with your dad is also different and was a good one. But did it make you go, when I'm a parent, I want to be this? To me, my mum done the best job, mm. bring us up. Yeah. Because she teaches us good from bad yeah. to understand. You go to work, she always says, you go to, go to work, you go to provide for yourself. 
to, to be ashamed to any jobs you do. Mm-hmm. Be ashamed if you mug someone. Yeah. But as long as you work for it, don't worry. And when I bring up my kids, I, I try to do the same as my mum did to me. Yeah. But of course, the thing change because you can afford a little bit more. So yeah. you give them a little bit more. Society change. Mm. You, you got television. We watch the telly. You watch the television. So it's the thing that you want. Where when I was a kid, there wasn't anything that I really want. Yeah. I think the only thing I really wanted when I was a kid was a push bike. <laughs> this is the only thing that I can remember. And I once I wanted a gun, a toy gun, a when toy I was gun. very little. Right. I think my sister brought from England because she was here long before me. Yeah. And this is the only thing that I really think that I have wanted. Even yeah. now, sometimes I want to change a car, but it's not something that I really want, if you know what I mean. It's something that you could have, yeah. now you can, mm. but still don't want because I'm not used to having things. Yeah. So I, people ask, is you my birthday? What do you want for your birthday? I don't know. I don't need anything. Yeah. Do you think you always were aware of how much Nonna yes. did for you? She basically raised the four of you. Well, my father was there. Yeah. You know, the situation there. But what my father said, go. My father wasn't one to talk too much. Right. But my mum was the one who disciplined us more. Yeah. Because she was there all the time. She tell us what to do. She used to go to work. We used to have a chores to do. I mean, she used to go to work. When she come back, one of us put the saucepans on. Mm-hmm. The other one going to get the fresh water from the, you know, the public funding. Yeah. And then the other one do the washing up. Yeah. So we had things to do. But I did more than anybody else because they were not there most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then we went to, to the college. Rosina came over here when she bought me. Rosina used to do everything when she was younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rosina left the Valve when she was 13 years of age. But yeah. as far as I remember back, Rosina used to cook for all of us, look after the house. Yeah. Because my mum used to go to work. Yeah. And that's the way it was. Yeah. Like, sometimes people resent the past. I, I never do. If you resent anything in the past, you won't be where you are now. Mm-hmm. So if you're happy where you are now, whatever you've done in the past is good because you take you here. Yeah. If you yeah. start changing, you won't be here now. So why complain about the past? Enjoy life. Yeah. Well, no point living with regrets, is there? What's no. happened? Happen, cannot happen. change it. Yeah. Cannot change the past. So looking ahead to you and having kids, do you feel like that being Italian? I also think there are weirdly lots of correlations between having being an Essex family and an Italian family in the sense that family is that at the core of everything. Yes. Do you think it was a no-brainer that you were going to have a family? That is where you really hoped to have, like, what you hoped to have one day? Well, I think it's in your head, isn't it? When, yeah. when you're young, when you're back home, you're going to get married and you're going to have kids. Yes. So, yes, the family was there all the time. Yeah. And so we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember what it was like when Mum first found out she was pregnant with Georgie? Yes, we was in Greenford at the time. Mm. It's interesting that all three of us have been born and the first few years of our lives are all in different places. Yeah. We like moved around. Greenford, Dagnum, Canning Town, Barkinside. Yeah, because you was in... Um, I was born in Howard Wood, Harold but then we lived in Canning Town the first few, few years. Yeah. Yeah. And then moved to Barkinside. Barkinside. No, I think we were in... What were we in Collier Oh, I don't know. We had the cuff in Dagenham. Yeah, that's where I was first. You was born there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and from then there, yeah. we went to Canning Town. Yeah. And Marty was born while we were... Well, we were moved to Clay Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we've moved around. You've moved a lot with young kids. 
<laughs> the thing is, when we was in West London, I always wanted to buy a business. I always yeah. wanted a calf. I don't know why. I never even see a calf when I was in Italy. It's only one older guy from Valva yeah. was in England. He had a calf. It to me looked well off. Right. So, so I'm going to buy myself a calf. As soon as I come in this country, yeah. I wanted to buy a calf. Then I went to work British Airway. Mm-hmm. They make a redundancy, severance or a retirement or whatever, a superannuation, whatever they used to call it, I don't remember now. Yeah. So I took the money. Yeah. And the money they gave me, first I was going to buy a new car. And then your mom said, but you always wanted to buy a calf. Now is the time to... So to I did. But we will look for the calf in West London. Yeah. Every calf for sale, what is London? <laughs> so we bought the calf in East London, which was in Dagenham. Yeah. And then we lived upstairs. Mm-hmm. We rented a house in, in Greenford for a year. Yeah. And then we bought the one in Colliero. So then from Colliero we went to Canning Town. Yeah. Then from Canning Town to Clayo. We did move a lot. You did move a lot. Yeah. I think I bought more house than cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do you remember phoning Nonna and telling her that you were about to become a dad? Do you remember any of that? Hmm... Got to think now. I know, I am taking you back 40 years, Dad. I don't remember. Oh, actually, <clears throat> at that time, it was just after the earthquake. Not that long after. How long did, were their phones down for? Would they have had those? No, uh, because Eugenia was born in 82. 82, the earthquake was in 1980. Yeah, it was yeah, two years after. I can remember taking Buzz there when meeting Nonna and just yeah. that absolute joy. And Yeah. I think it's very different when it's your grandkids or great-grandkids. But we used to go there every year anyway. Yeah. Uh, in Italy. But I don't remember this. I said, precise when I tell mum about. Because it's a long time. None of is longer. When did you yeah, tell her? Yeah. And then you talk about all the time as yeah. well. When you phone, she asks, you know, how is game? And, you know, yeah. things that people ask. Yeah. Whenever time or whatever we're told, I must be very joyful anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Can you remember any of our births? Well, I remember Georgina for sure because she was a long time to come out. <laughs> Did it take a while? Yeah. Was she late as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you were born, you, when you came out, it was very nice and beautiful, all nice <laughs> and clean. Sometimes people come squashed up. Yeah. But you wasn't. Yeah. Uh, when Mario was born in, uh, I think it was parking somewhere, yeah, he, he had to go to the hospital, didn't he? Yeah. Because he had a, a problem with his lungs, something that, well, he breathed something from the placenta, whatever they call it. Yeah. So he had to go to uh, Home Street. Uh, Great Home Street. Great Home Street, yeah. Yeah. So I went to the ambulance with him. Yeah. We were up there. That was a very scary time. Well, it is because you always think of the worst. There's a the thing, you know, we are so good in our brain to worry about things or over worry about yeah. things. That aren't actually happening. Yes. That, that might yeah. happen. And then actually yeah. when you're in yeah. a situation that just yeah. arises. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you had your first <laughs> child and I become a grandparent. <laughs> For the various stages of our lives, what would you say you've enjoyed the most? You don't have to say that. Like, you know, through us like being little kids, through us being teenagers... I think all the way through it's all different, isn't it, really? Yeah. But when you're little, you're little. Yeah. Then as you grow up, you become a more of a person. You get your own identity. Even though I think even when you're little, you're different. Yeah. You know, you act one way, you want Georgina another, Mario another. But to pick up a point that I like the mo- enjoy the most, I think I enjoy all of it. Mm. I cannot just pick one. Yeah. Because they all just, all of them, they're 
beautiful moments. I mean, when you're born, when you grow up. I mean, you go to grow up. You can be a baby all the time. You know, otherwise I go to look after you all the time. You go to grow to become what you are, and then you look after me. This is the way the world goes, you know. <laughs> but you keep saying that you're the top of the tree at the moment. <laughs> this is what I mean. <laughs> all the fruit's got to the tree too much. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, because obviously us three are very uh, similar in ages, like in gap-wise to my three. When does mm. it get quieter, Dad? I think Buzz won't be long now. Really? Will he stop talking to us soon? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that somebody once said to me, you got to enjoy all them all the way through. Yeah. Because it's always different. Yeah. And what you're going to do today, if you don't do it, tomorrow you won't be able to do it anymore. So you got to enjoy every moment. Enjoy them the way they are now, because as they grow, the problem grow. Yeah. Different problems. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's hard, though, isn't it? Because you think we're all juggling life and we're all juggling work. We've also got to enjoy family while we've got it in the moment. It's the so moment. hard to get that balance right. See, today, you got it for sure. Mm. Tomorrow is another bonus if yeah. it comes. My mom used to say, every morning when you wake up, Put your feet on the ground. Thank the Lord, you got another day in front of you. Yeah. Because you never know tomorrow. Mm. So every day is more special than any other day because it's there is the moment. The moment is what counts. Yeah. Because what you done yesterday is gone and passed. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to do tomorrow, it might never come. Yeah. So enjoy today. Yeah. What's it been like having us all have children and become a granddad? Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. The kids, uh, it's like a river. Everything, things go in it. The river becomes bigger. Yeah. You know, it goes a little stream of water going down, then you got things come from the side. So the river goes bigger and bigger and happier because when the river flows more, it's more happy, makes more noise. <laughs> and the same with family. Grandchildren come in and they keep you young as well. Yeah. Do you feel like with the grandkids, obviously by the time the grandkids came along, you'd retired. So do you feel like that is a a different pace of enjoying them as well? Because you don't have all the other work stuff going on. Well, that's why they say the grandparents enjoy the children more than the parents. Yeah. Because when you are a parent, you go to work, you go to provide for them, especially nowadays, because, I mean, the expense is more colossal. Yeah. Everything's going up, so you go to work harder. Yeah. So, therefore, when you work hard, you know, the time is more limited, you give it to your kids. Mm. 
but always been like that. I mean, when you think back, I said to you, but my mom before I spent all my time with my mom. But my mom still got to go to work every day mm. to provide for us. But she make make up the time in the evening. When she come home, the job was done. And then it was just in the house. But then years ago, you know, washing machine, you have no 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 dishwasher, you didn't nothing. You only had a little thing to do washing up. Mm-hmm. My mom used to get up in the morning. She used to go, she used to catch the bus at five o'clock. She used to get up at three o'clock to go to the top of there to do the washing because we wasn't able to do the washing at home. We didn't have enough space. So she got there to do the washing. Then they come on, hang them up and go to work. Yeah. Full of activity and stuff. Yeah, there. just different. They do just yeah. as much now. They, they, and also that years ago they worked more. You must probably work more with your head as well now. Mm. I wonder if because of technology... There's no off button, is there, when it comes to work? Yeah. You know, you've constantly got emails coming yeah, on your phone yeah. or, you know, people getting in touch. You know, although I remember, you know, and with you speaking to Nonna on the phone, yeah. there was always someone sitting in the hallway for yeah. hours talking to someone. Yeah. You know, whether that was mum talking to her friends, you talking to Nonna, or me chatting to Tom, just yeah. sitting in silence for an hour. Well, there wasn't just a telephone. Then come the yeah. mobile phone. Yeah. And then the internet or whatever. I don't keep up with it. <laughs> I think some of them give too much headaches. I know. The less you know, the better off you are. Yeah, I think we all just do know things now, don't we? Mm. We can't get away from it. No. Mm. Well, it's your part. Yeah. You've got to do what is there. Yeah. If I think of my friends who live down south and have had their kids down south, but they're from up north, mm. their kids have southern accents. But with you, I was thinking about this the other day. You've got kids who speak a completely different language mm. to what you grew up with, and we don't really speak Italian. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Is that weird or not? Well, I think if your mum was Italian, yeah, I'm sure different. you'd be speaking Italian. Yeah. Because then you, at home we'd be speaking Italian. Yeah. So when you speak Italian, then you as a kids pick up the words... And then your mum is speaking Italian, I speak in Italian. So you learn more. Yeah. But because your mum is English, then the language spoken at home was always English. Yeah. And even if sometimes they say, well, you can speak to the kids in Italian, but it's not that easy. sometimes you want to talk to them that they understand you. I yeah. mean, you, with an accent, I suppose. But <laughs> I understand <laughs> They understand you. more <laughs> in English than if I spoke, spoke in Italian. Yeah. Uh, but it has made me realise, though, that communication is not all word-based, it's not all language-based in that way, not all spoken. Like, I feel like we had a really good relationship with Nonna, but we didn't speak the same language. You know, there's so many other aspects of communication in play when you're... Well, sometimes you feel love from people. Yeah. You know, you you feel comfortable with each other. Yeah. You don't have to... If my mum cook a dinner, you know that she wants to give you dinner, you sit down and have a dinner. Yeah. When my mum looks at you, you can see she'll give you love. Yeah. So it's all... uh, Plus, in Italian, we make sure that we orchestrate what we say. <laughs> Very <clears> true. <throat> There's a lot of hand movements going yes. on, little gestures. Just in case you don't understand what we say, so we'll know. <laughs> it's the little things as well. Like, I have such clear memories of Nonna coming past, you know, when we're in bed and just, like, tucking us in mm-hmm. and little things like that. Yeah, I used to do the same when I when, when you was a little. You did. Do you remember once when you came to check on me? We always would come in morning and night. So I yeah. do with my kids, give me a kiss good night, and everyone, and or in the morning, 
And I remember you give me a kiss goodnight and us talking about my wobbly front tooth. <laughs> and you yeah. pretended to knock it out, but you actually did. <laughs> you moved. <laughs> it did move. <laughs> such a clear memory in my head. Me showing you my wobbly tooth and you pretending to Shall whack we knock it out. out? <laughs> <laughs> and you did. <laughs> well, and then there's the time when, talking about teeth, we had an Uncle Anselmo staying with us at the time. Yeah. My tooth had fallen out. I'd put it under my pillow. And I woke up with not one, not two, but three pounds the following day because you all Pulled didn't think the other one had done it. So I ended up with three pounds. Lucky time. Good times. Good, good times. Like you said, our problems and everything, they are smaller problems. And, and I think parents have that. They can guide a little bit. Mm. But obviously, as we've got older, sometimes the problems get bigger and you don't have that much. You know, you can guide us, but who's to say what, whether we follow your advice or not well you can only tell people what you think I never said to you you should do this yeah. I never tell anybody you should do this yeah. every time you tell me something I just give you my uh, way of thinking yeah and then it's up to you I mean I, I like when people talk to me and they tell me things yeah and then I take on board what they say but I still do what I want to do yeah because if I do something wrong I want to do from my own back yeah I don't want to do something wrong because I took your advice yeah. It doesn't work like that. Everything you do is because you want to do it. Mm. But take on board when other people talk. That's why I go to ears to listen. Always good to listen. Yeah. The more you listen, the more you learn. The yeah. more you talk, the less you learn. Talking mm. doesn't teach you anything. It doesn't. Listen does. Mm. What was it like, you know, as we've grown up, we've had our own family now. Mm. So we've all got our own little units, which I think is such a weird thing because obviously growing up, we were the unit yeah, and then we yeah. were kind of splintered <laughs> off and, you know, we're very lucky yeah. because, you know, we love all being together. But because of that, we don't have that time. Like me and you used to go for walks all the time. You and mm. Mario go, you yeah, still play yeah. golf. But how has it been or how was it going away to Italy with you, just you and your kids for a month? I was amazing. You enjoy so much to spend the time just with your train because it was just us. Yeah. I mean, to have the grandchildren is beautiful. But when the grandchildren are there, they take the time off from everyone because you, you got to keep an eye on them all the time. So you haven't even got time to have a proper conversation, yeah. not talk about a couple of glasses of wine because you'd be out of your head then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was such so lovely. Yeah. Because we never had it. No. It's the first time we had the chest time on our own, just as four. And, you know, go out and talk, and, and it was nice, very nice. And, and I like the fact that a couple of days you, Mary Georgina, spent just you three together. Mm -hmm. I think it was just nice for you. I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't know, but yeah. it was good. But being Italian is also such a massive part of who you are, mm. and it was all about us learning more about our heritage mm. and celebrating that. Well, you see a lot more. Yeah. You enjoy, you know, the things that when you were kids, maybe you don't appreciate that much. You're there, huh? because I take you there. But yeah. this time, well, not just this time, even a few times before, but we told the family, you came there because you want to go there. Mm. So you appreciate more. Well, when you was a kid, you did what I tell you to do. Yeah. I wonder if also as kids, like, we know that we went there every summer, but you see everyone else going, well, we're going to this place and we're going yeah. to this place. Yeah. So you can kind of, although we loved going back every year, we never really appreciated it as much yeah. because you know we knew well, we were a friend when you used to go to Italy some of them we used to yeah. go to the beach we made friends and then we went to see them yeah 
life is what it is. I feel like we were really lucky to have that because it is such a... Valve growing up always felt so different to life in the UK. And I think, you know how you were saying with respecting your elders, mm. I, that was still displayed when we were younger because you still have, like, different cousins and stuff going in to see Nonna and just yeah, literally yeah, yeah. just, you know... I mean, my cousins, it's like another brother. Yeah. <clears throat> Towards the end, you know, Mario, mm-hmm. he was there as if he was my mum's son as well. Yeah. My mum only had to phone, and he was there in two minutes, and he was there because he was in the village. He didn't go anywhere else. And he always used to check there if she was all right, if the care was good, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's a close, close community over there. I mean, yeah. if I go for a walk, I go to the bar. I know everybody there. Yeah. And now the kids grow up there because they spend a lot of time. It's community is very close over there. So you get to know the kids of my friends. So when yeah. you go there, you know the kids as much as the parents. So it's a happy, big family. Yeah. Well, happy. You always <laughs> go to ups and down in life, you know. <laughs> Nothing's always happy. Yeah. <laughs> it always goes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the biggest lesson that fatherhood has shown you or given you? The big lesson is to enjoy it, mm. to enjoy your kids from all the way, all the way out, until they leave you. And even then, you love them, but you are on the sideline because they've got their own life. I mean, you got your, as you said before, you've got your own unit now. Mm. You are part of the family. They're in your head all the time. You love them all the time. You're happy for them all the time. But it's you. You're in charge of that. I mean, you and Tom, Marion and Becky, Georgina and Lee, you're their own bosses in your own unit. I am just outside. <laughs> Which must feel so strange, though, because for so long, like, you and Mum would have, like, gave us everything. Like, you worked so hard. You do hard the same enough for your children. It's the I way know. life goes. I know, but isn't that a weird thing that, you know, that is life. It is a strange thing that you you invest so much time and energy and love and work into this family unit but you do so so that they can go off yeah but I look at you now and i'm happy it's a little bit what i done for you as well yeah to take you where you are now and the same way to the others and i'm always there we spend time together mm. you know when i come to you i don't just see you we see a big big unit yeah and the same with uh, you know maria and georgina yeah you know yeah. but it's good. And then you find the same yourself. As, as a buzz grows up now, give him another 10, ten years, maybe even less, start going out with the girlfriend, then when the war is done. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky, the old boys. <laughs> Am I, though? Am I, did you find it harder <laughs> with the girls? Well, my mum always used to say, the boys can go out. Yeah. The girls, you go keep them safe <laughs> because the boys are out. Right. <laughs> okay. So. It's interesting that's even a thing in like a tiny village. In Italy, you know. It wasn't very easy in Italy to go with a girl. You, you don't go to the bar and see the girl in the bar. When I was courting, not courting, you know. Having fun times with... <laughs> every, every, every younger younger life, I mean, you say you like a girl, you, you don't just say, uh, come to the bar, we have a coffee. It mm-hmm. wasn't such a thing. Sometimes we go to tell a friend to tell her to go get water, you know, <laughs> 7 o'clock or something like that. Yeah. And then you meet her and, and you have a chat or whatever. Yeah. When she won't get water, or sometimes she finds an excuse to go to one of her friends to do some studying, and you meet her, you know. Yeah. It wasn't as easy as now. Wow. You know, progress. Progress. Makes dating easier in some ways. Mm, yes, but not as enjoyable. No. Sometimes, you know, waiting for the girl to come out in the cold. <laughs> but when you come out, you know, you feel so happy. <laughs> 
looking ahead to like what your life has become, it's mm. so far away from where it started. Yes. How do you think Nonna felt about, you know, the life that you grew for yourself, which was also down to her hard work, in the same way that you look at, you know, what we're all doing as well? Well, as I'm proud of you, Mm. my mom was very proud of me. And as I said to you before, I used to love to talk to my mom about everything. If I did any business, when I bought the car, I talked to my mom about what I was going to do, and she was happy. You know, she was part of that, even though she wasn't here with me, but she was part of that. And she was now, my mum was here now, God, being on the telly and yeah, stuff like that, she'd be amazed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's the way life goes. Yeah. What can you do? Mm. Got to appreciate it. You do. Dad, if you were going to write a letter mm. on parenthood, on being a dad, who would it be to and what would you say? I think I'd write to my mum. Yeah. And I can't, I can't emotional now. It's okay. Even though she knew that how much, how much I love her, but I wish I told her more and more and more and more. And I would tell her that thank you very much for everything you've done for me, for all of us. And whatever she gives us, we pass it on to the others. And we promise to pass it on. Thank you. <laughs> right now... <laughs> it's quiz time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad, I, I hope you know how much your upbringing has had a massive impact on you and who you are and how that has filtered through to us. And I have no doubt that Nonna was always so proud of you as we are so proud of you because you're one wise and special and amazing man. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. With a bit of extra grapple, even more wise, but yeah. a little bit sillier. So I would like you to finish three sentences. Being a dad means... Provide love and looking after your family. Since having children, I... Become more responsible. (laughs) (laughs) You have. Although since being a granddad, you become less responsible because... Because your responsibility come on you. Yeah. If you have had the kids for a weekend, we'll come over, they'll be jumping on the sofas, and me and Georgie Mara look at each other and go, we would never have got away with this no if we're at a park with them you're the one on the swing <laughs> it's I, like you've become a big kid I remember when, a, when the bus came and stayed with us once and it was a jump from the coffee table <laughs> to the city and it, and it was jumping and say all day long <laughs> and the only thing used to worry me about it was yeah. the fact when he jumped it was just a, making sure you look where you're going because on that they look around and they jump yeah it's like when I do it to leave when it was here this year somewhere with the Somewhere Young Dylan, yeah. Dylan, and he was on a scooter, but he was looking back. <laughs> I mean, he's only two and a half, whatever it is, two and a half, yeah. And then you got to look where you're going, otherwise you give you a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I'm happy when? I'm happy when I'm with my family. Mm, yeah. I think it's better when it's all the family together, it's yeah. more happy. Yeah. It was a special time just as four together, but then when all the families together, I think it's, that's when it's happiest time, really. Yeah. And we're lucky. All the kids are really close in age. They all really get on. Mm. They're more like the siblings, really. <clears throat> Looking forward for a holiday now. Oh, I can't wait. They'll be a happy time. They will be. Dad, thank you very much. I love thank you, you very much, my daughter. I love thank you more. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Thank you.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.